TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I think a very delicate situation that the Browns have to deal with this offseason, and it involves running back Nick Chubb. We all saw what happened against Pittsburgh, and his knee really messed up for the second time in his career, once at Georgia, now here in the NFL. It came at a terrible time. Nick, in his later 20s, running backs in their later 20s don't make don't make huge contracts, right? They, they don't get those big deals for multi-years. They, it's that position regardless. And the Browns have a decision to make because what are they going to do? under contract to make a lot of money. Yeah, his, his he's, cap he's, number is like 15.8. That's a lot of money for a running back and probably more than they ever wanted to pay him. But it's Nick Chubb. He's phenomenal. We know he's great. We don't know if he's even going to play this year. Scott Petrak had uh, some really good thoughts on it. Let's start with this one. I think Nick Chubb is a big unknown. They're going to have to restructure the contract, right? They're not going right. to pay him what they're going to pay him. They're not taking that cap hit, especially coming. And they might not have done that anyway, but especially coming off the knee injury. So they're going to have to figure that out. I know that the Browns are committed to trying to figure that out as long as Nick Chubb is open to that, which I assume he would be. And, you know, you try to even it out with incentives or whatever. I expect them to get a deal done and it should help the cap situation. And it should allow Nick to come back at least for 2024, if not longer. That's the hope, right? Right. But you don't know what he's going to be when he gets back. I, I know it's Nick Chubb. Nobody's going to work harder. Nobody, I don't think, I think he's, if not the best running back in the National Football League, he's in the conversation. What happens, though, when he comes back? What if he's not the same guy? What if he doesn't have the skill? What if the injury doesn't heal properly? I, we don't know the answer to any of that. I think the Browns have to cover themselves, Andy, and I, I think Scott had pretty good thoughts about how to do that you know, lower uh, so, lower guarantee and right incentive based right sure how do you want to see the browns treat nick chubb folks so two one six four seven four zero zero nine two what is doing right by him what do you, what is it so uh, here's what i would what say. do you think it is well Ian? i think nick's got to understand a little bit too what's best for the team in some ways like i i still think that nick's in a different position than most players would be in because he is absolutely 100% beloved by the franchise. And you heard Scott talk about, you know, his relationship with the team. Nick is is Nick is on Nick Island, man. He is exactly what you want in a football player. Nick he works Island. so hard to be where he is. He's done that through college and then he's been able to translate that here. He deserves every benefit of the doubt, every doubt of the benefit, every benefit of the doubt to <laughs> I had to think about it there for a second. I'm getting old, man. Um to be a impact player on this team next year, where he's been in the past. Now, I don't think it's do, fair do you to think ask. You, do you think you can even think impact player next year? No, what I said was 
he deserves every opportunity to be that player. I, I know that, but do you think there's any chance that he can be an impactful guy next if year? If there's a guy that can do it, I think it's Nick Chubb. I would agree with that. So, And I think the Browns recognize that. They recognize what he means to the franchise. Uh, and they, they, they might be more cognizant to him and the way the fans feel about him than they would most players. Uh, is that a fair statement? I think that's true. Scott said something that I thought was really interesting and that Nick is the a, a great example of, and the Browns hold him up as a great example for how to work. This is how you're a pro. This is the way you go about your business. Let's flip that, Andy. If that's the way the Browns have thought of Nick in regards to an example, aren't the Browns going to make an example here of how they treat a guy when he's down. I wonder if the Browns are going to be held to an example by their players on the way they treat Nick. I just have Woody Hayes floating around in my head right now. You win with people. You win with people. You set the standard and the environment and the atmosphere for your organization by the people you put in that organization, especially in the locker room. And, I mean, he's a culture setter. Yeah. In that locker room. He's a culture setter beyond the locker room. And then he so takes they it just, on the field. Yeah, they need to do him right. That's I think that's that's important. I mean I, Is right this decent guaranteed salary? Yes. Incentives as Scott laid out? Yes. And option maybe for a, a following season. If you meet certain criteria yeah. that gets locked in. I I think that's I, I don't I wonder what Nick thinks is fair. Yeah, I wonder too. That's part of the deal too. If, in fact, he has an issue, if he's not able to go, even if he is able to go, we don't expect him to be ready right away. What should the Browns do? Scott Petrek on that. You know, it's still a huge question what he can do. I don't expect him to be ready for week one. You know, I don't think he'll be ready to go at the start of training camp, full go. So then it's, okay, when's he ready? When's he, and not only when is he ready, then when is he back to being that Nick Chubb of old, if he ever is, right? Because it's a huge knee injury, and it's the second to that left knee. So that's why I think you have to go get insurance while you can be as optimistic as you want, and you know Nick Chubb works as hard as anybody, and I'm sure there's confidence that he'll get back to some semblance of who he was. If not who he was, I think you have to have an insurance plan in place. Insurance plan. Draft a running back. You gonna do it, or do you want to go out and get a free agent? You know, i'd I'd be I'd be more tempted to go get a free agent. And I, there are a lot of guys. There are a lot of names you can throw around. If you 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 already have two young guys, you have Jerome Ford, and you might not think Jerome is phenomenal. Well, Jerome's not Nick Chubb, but he did a nice job. I like Pierre Strong. I think those two guys are an interesting complement for each other. I'll throw out a name of the type of guy that I wouldn't mind seeing, Deontay Foreman, who was with Houston, was hurt, ended up bouncing around a little bit, was with Carolina. When they traded McCaffrey, he ended up gaining over 900 yards mm -hmm. in a short period of time. Went to Chicago, didn't get called on a whole lot. When he did get called on, was a pretty effective guy. And he's a veteran. He's been around. He's like 27, 28. And 6'1", 230. He's a big guy. Add him to Jerome Ford, Pierre Strong. I think you're pretty solid at that position group. 
And if if I, I just throw that name out, that's the type of guy. And there are other guys out there. Zach Moss, who was in Indy this year and filled in very nicely for Jonathan Taylor, had some big games. If you add a, Devin Singletary in Houston, did a nice job this year. You add a guy like that, who's not an upper echelon running back free agent, and add him to two young guys in Pierre Strong and Jerome Ford. And that gives Nick Chubb every opportunity to come along at his own pace. They'll, they won't force him anyway. But it gives you a veteran presence in that room who those two young guys can look up to and who can probably benefit from him being around. I think there's another player in this game if you're looking at running back. And it gives you a little bit of time, too. I like tough decision guys. Pierre Strong is one of those guys, right? A guy who is in camp with another team, uh, maybe played for the other team the year before, and the other team drafts somebody, and they're like, ah, I don't know. But those guys seem to have uh, so much drive and desire when they have to move teams and become the third third string or maybe even a practice squad running back. And I, I just think that rather than – I don't know that – are you drafting a running back? Seventh round maybe? Sixth round? What are you doing? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm not drafting a running back early. I don't, sure I don't know that I'm drafting one at all because I honestly think, Andy, you have two young guys that you want to – I would personally want to keep both young guys. I, I'd like to keep Ford. I'd like to keep Pierre Strong. I'd like to play them. And I would add a veteran to those young guys, personally. I think it matters what their board looks like when they hit the draft. I think that's the key. You know, you hit sixth, seventh round. They've got three picks between the two rounds that if there's a running back that's high on your board or you can't believe they're still there, then you go get them. That's 6th, 7th round. I mean, what, what, do you, what no, do you have I, to lose? I, I can't disagree with that. I, I just would like to personally add a, a veteran who has had some success in the league to the mix because I, I think the Browns could use that. I really do. If you're heading over to the Combine this week, do you have a shopping list? What do you, how do you approach it? You mean what I'm looking for? Yeah. And so here's what you have. You have a second rounder, a third rounder, two fifths, two sixths, and a seventh. That's what you have. Well, you you know what's at the top of my shopping list. Dane Brugler, by the way, from The Athletic. Can't Dane, wait to hear Dane his does his, his top 100 guys in the draft. He's coming up at noon. He's going to join us. And I'm, I'm going to hammer on this with him because he can be the guy who can tell us something. What's at the top of my shopping list? Go ahead, tell me. For you, wide receiver. That's exactly right. It's always wide receiver. Until you get until you get some. I don't know that that's necessarily on the top of my shopping list. I wrote down offensive linemen. 
Okay. I, I, I want depth on the offensive line. I don't want to walk into – as bad as you may have thought the wide receivers looked at, at some point, I mean, we walked out there one week with only one starting offensive lineman. So I don't think you could ever overestimate the the depth that you need on that offensive line. Don't and you when think you're sitting you have that a, now, though? I don't know. I I just I know that I, I you have to see how the draft plays out in the first round, but I think the odds of getting a higher level offensive lineman might be greater in the second round than a higher level wide receiver. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, well, wide receiver with that second pick might be like the the tenth or anywhere from ten to fifteenth best wide receiver, whereas an offensive lineman could be five to ten, right? Well, that's one of the things that we'll talk to Dane Brugler about coming up at noon. That's that's a really interesting thought on that. I, I just wonder this, Andy: if you drafted a a, a, a an offensive lineman in the second round, what are you going to do with him? I don't know what's going on with Jack Conklin. I don't know. I mean, I know the contract with Jed. Okay, even if something's going on with Jack Conklin, you put Dewan Jones there and call it a day. But then, but now you still need to build depth. Now you're, you know, you're back to James Hudson's not doing it for you. Well, it's three. You still need. I, I Sharon think Christian's need, not doing it for you. Still think you need three or maybe four offensive linemen. They well, that's nice five job. tackles. What do they have sitting on the roster now? Three, six. Uh, just looking at our lads, they have six sitting there right now. But drafted Whipple. You know, Christian's a um, you can play guard. You can also play center. It's your swing guy. I, I don't know. I don't think you can ever have enough offensive or defensive linemen. I know it's not a sexy pick, and you know you're not running out to buy jerseys. But I, I just I think that's where they the the upgrades they made in the middle on defense last year on that middle of the uh, defensive line were the difference I think in a lot of games. Especially early on, you know, and what what happens to Shelby Harris? You know, you bring him back. Jordan Elliott, Maurice Hurst, those guys are all free agents. Who are you bringing back? I'm talking about defensive linemen. I know. That I just a, switched. That was a quick center. left. Well, no, it's just I was line, still just, I was still thinking about offensive line. Well, I'm just thinking line in general. Like I just you know we sit here and we wanna we wanna drool over wide receivers or running backs or even well, tight because ends you. And, you need some wide receivers, and we don't have any. I just still think it all starts in the middle, and then you work your way out. I agree with you. We need another wide receiver. I'm not. My only I'm thought not is this: that. I think you have offensive linemen right now that can do the job, and I, I don't think you have wide receivers who can do the job to help Deshaun Watson. I think you have the linemen, folks. Yay, nay. Two one six four seven four zero zero nine two. It's Baskin and Phelps right here on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.